0: Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome, Welcome to, to Los Angeles. Angeles. Welcome, Glam We hope you stay a while. <laughs> cute. That's cute. Hold
1: up.
2: Okay, Sarah, I am excited about a few products, and I just wanted to quickly tell you what I'm obsessing over right now. Like, I'm very, very excited about some of these newish launches that have come out. Like, they're a few weeks old, so in my opinion, still new. Tell me. So, first and foremost, there's this little guy. (gasps) Same. Okay, so this is from Good Light, and it's called Taste of Space Lip Milk. And I love the packaging. It kind of reminds me of About Face in a way, to be honest. But when you open it up, it's white. It, mm-hmm. is a, it is a white lip product. And Initially, I was like, what the hell is this? It's not supposed to be a lipstick. It's not supposed to be a nope. gloss, a topper. It's literally meant to be a treatment for your lips. And if you have lips that feel like the Sahara Desert, that are chapped, that are cracking, and no lip mask is doing it for you. I cannot recommend this baby enough. This truly feels like a treatment. When I put it on, it
0: glides on. And then it absorbs. It blends right in. Yep. Absorbs so quickly. I've
2: been putting this on at night before I go to sleep and just like rubbing it in, going to bed. And what I love about it is because it dries down, Quinn, even though she smells it, She's not trying to like lick goop off of my face, which yeah. is like a yeah. common trend for her. Okay. And it has, it has like a little bit of a flavor and a a smell to it. I can't say I
0: am obsessed with it. Oh my God. See, I am obsessed with it actually. It reminds me of grape. It's raspberry. It's raspberry. Okay. Okay. It's raspberry. And I was texting with David Yee about this because he is the founder, the founder. of Good Light. And I was like, oh, my God, I love the smell. And it's because it also has mango butters in it, but it tastes like raspberries. (laughs) And in the mailer, they sent like um, raspberry flavored space astronaut ice cream, which I thought was really cute.
2: I kept on forgetting what flavor it was because I ate it and I was like, but it just reminded me of grape. And then when I applied it, it reminded me of grape.
0: Yeah, and it's not strong. No. Right. It, t- it does smell a little bit like grape. It's, it's not strong, and it's like a natural scent. You buried the lead, though. Wait, what? The lead is that when you put this on, this is what Charles Melton's lips feel like. Wow. So if you want to get a taste of Charles Melton, don't mind if I do. This is what Charles tastes like because they debuted this product. On Charles Melton at the Golden Globes, he wore this on the red carpet and at the event. And he is good friends with David. So, yeah, that's the secret to Charles's smooth pucker and now ours. That man has lips. I mean, I can't even talk about him. I can't. I can't. That
2: man has lips, let me tell you. He needs like a lip deal. Like, obviously, like he knows David. So this. Yep. But like Aquaphor, scoop
0: that man up scoop him. He also needs like a like a gua sha or like some sort of like facial toning device contract because his jawline truly what dreams are made of. People pay for that jawline. He doesn't have to. I also have to add that I'm very devastated he wasn't nominated for an Oscar, but I agree. There were a lot of devastations in terms of
2: the Oscars this year, but a lot of things to celebrate too, but we are sad for Charles. So,
0: totally so if you want to support Charles, <laughs> just kidding, Charles. this doesn't support Charles at all, does not support <laughs> Charles at all. It's just you could daydream about giving him some smooches with this product.
2: Yeah. And I think it's great. Like you can also combine this with the like underneath the lip mask if you really wanted. Oh, I use this truly as like a first step treatment before I apply anything else to my lips.
0: Totally. I was going to say with this new, you know, not new, but what's old is new trend of matte lipsticks coming back into mm-hmm. the scene. This for me is like essential because I can't like wear a matte lip comfortably without it looking like streaky on me or like chapped on my lips. This is like the perfect, like Kirby said, toner for your lips, like first step. Okay.
2: So then speaking of lips and speaking of matte lips, there is a new lip plumper in town that I think is so smart. (laughs) It is from Scrandy Beauty. Okay, And it's called Lipstee's Matte Lip Plumper. I've talked about Spicy Sauce Extreme Lip Plumper, which is kind of like their gloss. You put it on and your lips are on fire, girl, but they are plump. They just launched the Matte Lip Plumper. And I think they're going to come out with more shades, but the current shade they have is called Flush. It's this transparent pinky red. But unlike other lip plumpers that are really glossy to help like not only when you apply it, but when you look at a glossy lip, it naturally looks bigger than a matte in general. But this is matte. You know, your hair's not getting stuck in your lips. It looks extremely, extremely natural. And I am obsessed. I will put that on like over a lip liner and won't even use a lipstick. And that is my go-to lip combo these days mm. so if you're looking to support first of all Grandy's an independent beauty brand a small independent beauty brand and it makes your lips look significantly larger for up to two hours per application and i would say it's not as spicy as
0: their original which i like it's tolerable spice which yeah i feel like some people can't do the like full spice or just don't even like it. Right.
2: So I have been absolutely loving that. I'll put on the good light and then I'll do my lip liner, whatever that is. Lately, it's been um, the liner from the Dirty Pillows collaboration that Elf did with Jennifer Coolidge, which is like a really great kind of nude for me. It's kind of like a 90s nude, in my opinion, for Mm -hmm. for my skin tone, at least. And then going in with the Lipsties Matte Lip Plumper from Scrandy. And We're going to put all of these in our Shop My, in our show notes. So if you are curious about these products, don't forget to go check out the show notes.
0: Oh, my God. Can I add one thing? Can I add one product? Yes. Yes. Okay. Which, have they sent it to you yet? The Good Time soaps? The soaps that I sent you a picture of. I was like, you need this one that's like, smells like campfire. (gasps) Oh, so we talked about in a previous episode how 2024 is the year of bar soaps and i got sent a package from good time which is an australian-based brand so good time it was developed by the sister brand and they also make sustainable toilet paper and the company is called who gives a crap who gives a crap oh my god that's amazing i know so they (laughs) launched in 2022 They've won a bunch of awards. They've won a bunch of Allure Best of Beauty awards because they're just like, they make like the shampoo bars, the cleansing face bars. I've been using their exfoliating bar soap in the shower, which is incredible. Like no need for a loofah or a washcloth. Like this really like gets you good, scrubs you down and it smells incredible. The scents are really like, as you know, Kirby and I care a lot about the scents and the experience and it just smells so good. And like the campfire one, like I was like showering and thinking of you. So I was like,
2: (laughs) who needs this? I 100% need the campfire. What's it called? Big Sky. Okay. It says a refreshing bar soap for everybody. Cleanses without stripping, leaving skin soft, smooth. In three inspired scents, Big Sky smells like cedarwood, vetiver, and sandalwood. There's summers here, which is bergamot, tangerine and juniper berry and morning light, which is mandarin, thyme and lemon. All of these sound right up my alley, but I'm telling you, big sky is probably like my jam. I'm excited. I've actually been using a bar soap, an exfoliating bar soap as well. I think it's the everyday, not everyday humans. What is it called? It's like every, isn't it everyday humans? Sorry, I'm thinking of a completely different brand. Evolve Together.
0: Oh, I love their stuff too.
2: Evolve Together is great. And I've been using one of their exfoliating bars and really, really enjoying it. Lastly, we are going to wrap up this little story time, this wife, this quick little mini. I guess it's mini wife. It's not really a mini wife. It's full wife.
0: Yeah. Y'all, we've been doing a
2: full wife and we didn't even ask each other what's on your face. But this, this right here, imagine a beautiful kind of peachy coral bottle that looks like an aerosol with the name Rose on it, okay? This is aerosol, but non-aerosol gold to me. So y'all know we love Rose. Like, I, I am obsessed with their shampoo and conditioner. I love their oils, their styling oil, treatment oil.
0: I mean, I have been using this since the sample was sent to me too. It's gone. The sample is, was
2: incredible. So Mara Rozak, who created this brand had us come in. She did my hair and she showed me what this product was capable of. It's the root lift spray. It's a pre-dry spray for volume and hold. There are so many of these on the market that I was like, okay, whatever. When she sprayed this in my hair, you put it on damp hair after you get out of the shower and start to blow dry your hair. The amount of lift that I was getting without it feeling crunchy, chalky, stuck. It looked like if I had backcombed my hair or I was wearing a wig, but like a really good wig. I always want my hair to have a big lift at the top of the root so that it gives my head some shape. And I really have been struggling with that. And this is the product to do it. I am always flabbergasted at how well it works. Like I'm not kidding. You you can run your fingers through your hair. It does not get stuck. You know, this product is not clumping your hair together to get that lift. It truly gives you the sexiest hair, in my opinion, of your life. I'm obsessed.
0: Yeah. I really like how, like for me, my hair is pretty, it's not super fine, but it's pretty fine. So like, and I need a lot of volume too. And like truly nothing really, really helps unless I'm just packing my hair with like a ton of mousse and then you know, using the Velcro hot rollers and then spraying the texturizing spray on top and then inevitably it's like too much and then it falls because it's too heavy. Or I'll use a lifting spray and it's like too crunchy or it just like makes my hair look and feel oily. This product really is like, it's like a reflection of her style, right? It just looks super natural and it just works. Right, I like that
2: you emphasize the natural because- even when I backcomb my hair, you can tell it's been backcombed. Like you can totally tell that it has that unnatural lift mm-hmm. to it. It's too much. And with this, it just looks like you have this lifted, beautiful hair. I love volumizing products. I talked about the weightless volumizing shampoo from Philip B. a couple of weeks ago. And I definitely think that product works as well. But I feel like that product makes your hair feel fuller. And this mm-hmm. one because it's a styling product, actually gives you the lift that you want. Like if you were trying to do Priscilla Presley hair, like you would need to have this in tow if you weren't going to do a wig. Yeah, It is incredible. I'm literally obsessed with it. I cannot be without it. I also just
0: like think it's so pretty. Yes, it is gorgeous. All her products are beautiful. Super, super pretty. How much is it? It's expensive. Yeah.
2: So we love Rose, but we also know Rose is a Hair investment. So this root lift spray is forty two dollars. So Mara did this video, like talking about it, and I was really interested in like what she had to say. She said it's utilizing this new to the market nitrogen that's propelled with VOC free aerosol. So if you like have concerns about the aerosols you're using and stuff like that, I'm honestly not too privy on on that side of things. That's a story I haven't written yet, so I don't know a lot about that, but. Whatever it is, I'm obsessed.
0: I think, too, like sometimes like when I'm using like all of the sprays, I like hold my breath. I spray and then like I try to go by a window or you know what I mean? Or if I'm like Zoe's like in the bathroom with me, I'm like, oh, my God, can you please step out? Because this is just like too much. But this one I like don't really worry about. Totally. And I feel like a little goes a long way unless you're trying to overdo it. Let's talk about some news. What is the deal, Kirby? What is the deal with the chemical sunscreen? Are they going to be banned in the US or can we still shop our faves?
2: Okay, so a lot of people sent us this video from Charlotte Palermino, who we adore. She's one of the co-founders of Do. She has been on this podcast before. And I think that she's a very prominent voice in terms of educating people on skincare and sun care in the United States. So she posted this video and the caption was just another day of the U.S. making total sense, which obviously is sarcastic. Link in bio for my full substack and a script. Call your reps and yes, keep wearing the sunscreen you love using every day. I love chemical and mineral options. So in this particular video, she basically says that it's going to be end of days for chemical sunscreens potentially come February 15th. And if you want to read more about this, Charlotte has a substack. It's called All Left Turns. I highly recommend subscribing. The story is called Is the FDA Banning Chemical Sunscreen? In short, it's one of the many possibilities for American sunscreen, including all chemical filters undergoing animal testing. We know there's a lot of myths and misinformation surrounding sunscreen, like sunscreen is a carcinogen and it causes cancer. Chemical sunscreens, bleach, coral reefs. We've talked about that on the podcast. Chemical filters absorb UV radiation. Mineral sunscreens reflect it. Michelle Wong has a great blog about this, and I highly recommend everybody go read that. Chemical filters cause cancer because they absorb into your skin and cause cancer. The FDA said so. Some filters do absorb into the skin, but that does not mean that they cause cancer.
0: It's like at a very minimal level.
2: Yes, Yes. It's like when we eat a pear, it has formaldehyde in it, but we're not dying Mm -hmm. because we ate a pear, right? So there are a few things, Charlotte says, that are uniquely American when it comes to sunscreen. And if you've been listening to this podcast long enough, you know. But if not, let's give you a little primer. No new sunscreen actives, which are the filters like zinc and avobenzone, have entered the U.S. market since 1999. Sarah, we were 13, 12, actually, 12 years old in 1999. So crazy. Absolutely bonkers. Innovation internationally has outpaced the US with newer and more innovative filters being introduced to the market. These new filters are more stable. They're less irritating to the skin and eyes. They're cosmetically elegant and some are much better at broad spectrum protection. She lists a few of those actives like Orb M that are used internationally, but they're prohibited from being marketed here in the US as a sunscreen active. They are banned. And that's why we have. So many people writing us going, I'm traveling abroad. What sunscreens do I pick up? What do I grab? You know, like, what are we doing? So on to that point, there is a growing secondary market when it comes to sunscreen, where you can buy international sunscreens from places like Amazon and TikTok and then Walmart. And honestly, at this point, Walmart is Amazon to me. Yeah. Because Walmart is like aggregating third party sites. They cannot guarantee like what's actually being sold there, like Tom Ford, like I remember at one point you could buy Tom Ford on Walmart.
0: Yeah. Isn't that true for like also if you're shopping on Target.com or even like CVS, like sometimes when you search for things like it seems like it's coming directly from that retailer, but then you look and see and it's coming from a third party. And I just feel like they don't make it transparent enough unless you are like you know what you're looking for. Like it's no wonder so many people are buying these like fake sunscreens or, you know, expired products.
2: That's actually really fascinating. I didn't know that about like CVS or Target. I haven't had that experience. I just know when I was working at Pop Sugar, we would constantly get emails from brands going, we do not sell at Walmart. This is coming from like a third party that they're kind of extracting and bringing in. So you have to be very very, you know, sensitive to those things and keep an eye out. But there's a new drama with sunscreen filters, as Charlotte said. And in 2019, the FDA asked that all chemical sunscreen filters undergo safety testing for human use. This is due to a study the FDA conducted where chemical filters were shown to absorb into this bloodstream. It's important to note that this does not mean that sunscreens are unsafe, just that small amounts are absorbed. Therefore, the FDA wants more testing. And that includes like a lot of these chemical filters like homosalate, oxenoxate, all of that. But to test those, animal testing is required. But the drama is, is that not only to test those, you have to animal test, which I think people are going to lose their ever-loving minds over. Mm -hmm. But the cost to test each of these filters?
0: Insane.
2: $18 million. $18 million to test these particular filters, and if you take all the filters that she listed, the total is 216 million dollars. just a reminder, I'm literally getting all of this from Charlotte's newsletter.
0: Yeah, there's someone that left a comment on Charlotte's Instagram reel and it was like, I would like to see the breakdown of why it would cost 18 million dollars per filter.
2: Totally. And I mean like we have a lot of problems. I commented this on her post, but it's like, and this is the thing America considers sunscreen a drug. It is classified differently than everywhere else in the world that considers it a cosmetic.
0: Which is great in some ways, right? Because they're regulating it. We like regulations.
2: Yes, they are regulating it. But also at the same time,
0: it's making it impossible for us to have as beautiful formulations as Korea, Europe, Australia.
2: And I would also argue they're not laying out blanket terms for people and not just people, but labs that do these testings to tell you what your SPF rating is. Oh, my God. Yes. The amount of sunscreens that I have seen tested that do not live up to their SPF rating by an egregiously large gap is insane. Yeah. So it's like, what is the, even the point? Totally. Some of us are not actually getting the protection that we want anyways. So if they're going to test all these chemical filters, then they also need to rethink sunscreen in general. To be quite frank, I think that sunscreen should be a cosmetic. It's now a part of everybody's skincare routine. And we need to have quick, expeditiously put into our formulas filters that are non-irritating, that are, like, honestly, I'm going to be real. Zinc oxide to me is racist. That is a racist. (laughs) Like, you are telling me that if you are only focused on using zinc oxide in your products and that mineral only is best, do you just not care about black and brown people? To me, it seems like, and Sarah, you can speak to this. How many times have you gotten a product that claims that's mineral, that it's completely transparent? Right.
0: Or universal. Hate when they call it that because it's not. Be for real. Yeah.
2: So we need access to better filters that are non-irritating, that are not going to upset. Because sen- I get it. People with sensitive skin, they don't want to fuck around with chemical filters. But at the same time, we need to make sure that we we if we're going to wear sunscreen, you have to enjoy wearing it. And you mm-hmm. don't enjoy wearing something that makes you look like the ghost of Christmas past or like a corpse and also irritates your
0: eyeballs. The truth of the matter is there are a lot of people, a lot of Americans who are not wearing sunscreen on their face every single day.
2: Yep, because it's not cosmetically elegant enough for for them to want to actually put it on their face. I mean, I know La Roche-Posay is a brand that people really love here in the United States, but if you try a La Roche-Posay sunscreen from Europe versus the ones here...
0: Completely different.
2: Completely different and so much better. I mean, it's why I literally have been hoarding the sunscreens that I bought on my travels last year because they feel better, they look better, and I truly believe I'm getting the protection that I need from them.
0: And also, by the way, just want to add, just a reminder, skin cancer is the most common cancer in the United States. So maybe there's a connection there.
2: Yep. This is crazy, but it says that number is exorbitant. But remember that this is for sunscreens that are already on the market, sunscreens that people largely complain about, sunscreens that have been demonized to no end by influencers and media, no exclusivity, no award, just sinking hundreds of millions of dollars into old technology that's been in use since the 70s. According to an article on Happy and the FDA, if nobody steps up, this could lead to chemical filters being pulled from the market. Someone has to test them if we want to keep them. Okay, who's going to step up and say, let me... Sink two hundred sixteen million dollars. Yeah, who's going to do it? Into these old sunscreens that
0: I don't know. I I think it should be Jeff Bezos because of all the fake sunscreen that people have purchased via Amazon, and so in good faith, he should just do this. He he has the money. You know what, Jeff and Lauren Sanchez, Lauren, if you could, if this could be your What do you call it? Initiative? Undertaking. Yes. Initiative. This is like first lady status. Yes. Right? Like this is like something that people will get behind you on. Let's do it, Lauren.
2: Honestly, Lauren Sanchez, I would like to meet you. Let's go to the spa together. Let's talk this out. I know that Charlotte's saying we need to write
0: our government, but like, I think we need to go to the people with money. We just need someone with deep pockets. And also, we know she's a beauty girl. She is a truly a beauty girl. So money and influence are going to help to
2: get the politicians on board to get what we want. We need to go to Lauren Sanchez and then we need to make our Mm -hmm. way into Washington and say this is the deal. We want the ultraviolet. I know y'all corrected me. It's not ultraviolet. It's ultraviolet. I get it. I understand. But it looks like ultraviolet. So I will keep yeah. saying it that way. Ultraviolet. I want their Australian version. I, I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'm really trying hard not to. You're like, Stop. Do do Stop. <laughs> I want the Australian version of this. I don't want a watered down dumb version that's not as great as this baby right here.
0: And I don't want to have to keep asking people to like buy it for me when they come back or like people asking me to buy sunscreen for them. Like, can we all just, let's just make it easy.
2: I love everybody, you know, dearly in my life, but no, I'm not bringing you back anything. That's for me. I, I have limited space. It's just space. a lot of work.
0: It's a lot of work. Sorry.
2: Yep. It's all for me. And then some for Sarah for Thank work you.
0: purposes. You're welcome. Testing purposes. Yeah. So that's the deal. Mr. Bezos, Ms. Sanchez. <laughs> Let's have a meeting. I mean, we could go to Warren Buffett,
2: but I don't think he would be as excited about this situation.
0: Honestly, Lauren's the girl. I think we figured it out. Okay, great. Love that. (laughs) And now
2: we have the big game. The big game is coming up. And Big Beauty is involved. The Super Bowl. So last year we had Elf do a commercial with Jennifer Coolidge and we talked about how incredible it was that they did this because they put it together I think in three weeks.
0: So brilliant. It was
2: based off of something that Jennifer had said at the Golden Globe so it was very topical and relevant and it was the first time people were seeing like a very relevant social media driven brand promoted during the Super Bowl outside of Rihanna who also performed last year and like did her little Fenty moment but it's like you know. Obviously,
0: big moment. Big moment. So good news. But not a commercial because we know how, one, expensive Super Bowl commercials are. And two, like how coveted it is to like be able to have one because there are so many, so many brands who are like bidding to have that airtime. So that's why it was huge. And Super
2: Bowl commercials, people look forward to watching them. I mean, now there is a whole Super Bowl ecosystem of these commercials where they are announced the week before and Mm -hmm. then they're ranked by USA Today afterwards about which one was
0: most effective or most applauded. And oh, my gosh, which, by the way, last year, the Farmer's Dog won one, which like that was the first and last time I saw it was during Super Bowl because I could not watch it again. It was just too heartbreaking.
2: Wait, which one was that? I can I watch it real
0: quick? No, because you're going to cry.
2: No, I need to watch this. Hold on. I can't remember it. Farmer's Dog Super Bowl ad. Maybe I'll just see the screen. Is it called Forever? Yes. Extended cut. and no, I'll just do
0: the regular one. Okay. I always take care of you. So it's like, for those who haven't watched it, it's this little girl with her dog, and then the commercial shows her growing up with the dog. You know, she like, Is in college with her dog, living with her dog. I already am getting like choked up thinking about it. (laughs) Oh, I'm crying, and I'm not even watching it. Okay, she's she's feeding her dog. Getting older, farmer's dog. Dog gets older. She's pregnant with her dog baby. The dog's with her, you know, with her baby and her husband. Yeah, I told you. I told you. I'm not even fucking watching it, Kirby. I'm like, I watched it the one time and I remembered it. Why did I watch that? I oh told you not to watch it. When We're they do the- psycho. When they do We're when they fucking... Do-
2: they, they turn it, and it's his vision of the him under the no, covers. No, I can't. Oh, my God. I can't do it. I can't. Oh, my gosh. Yeah,
0: so that's why that one won.
2: Okay. Well, shit. Okay. Well, I'm glad they won. <laughs> Jennifer Coolidge was it. pretty great, too. But <laughs> Oh, my God. How am I? Why are we supposed to keep going? This is insane. Okay, so <laughs> I'm crying, but Elf is...
0: Wow, that really just <laughs> a minute long commercial just ruined me. I was like, me. "When are you going to start crying?"
2: Uh, wow,
0: I cannot deal with fucking this. Okay. farmers dog pulling it together. Okay, um,
2: <clears throat> we are unwell. So Elf is back. <laughs> Elf is back. They made an announcement that they are going to be back at the big game. It was just a very singular Instagram post with a football that says. It's Elf and then says Eyes, Lips, Facts. Mm-hmm. And then it says Glow Big or Glow Home. The football is glowing. It's on a pink background. And then they in the caption said two eleven twenty four 24 Glow Big or Glow Home. Stay tuned. People are commenting. Ulta Beauty said we're ready for some makeup football. People say please be bronzing drops, please. Bronzing drops? Super curious to know what's launching. This one's good. Touchdown? More like touch up. (laughs) Okay, so we know they're coming back. We don't know much else, but
0: we will surely be talking about it. They've got a top last year so. (gasps) Breaking news, Kirby. Sophia Sophia Richie's pregnant.
2: I almost said that when I got the notification from Vogue
0: in my corner messages oh my god that's exciting
2: and I I would never speculate on a woman's body ever
0: you thought it was coming
2: but when she sat down to do a recent makeup tutorial or like skincare thing her face had the pregnancy glow in my opinion and she's been wearing like trench coats and stuff there was one image I saw of her walking
0: that I was like oh that looks like a belly Yeah. That's so exciting. Uh, She's going to be such a cute little mom. Okay, sorry to interrupt. Okay, there's also going to be another beauty brand that's getting in on the action. So we have NYX. NYX Professional Makeup. They are making their big game debut. I am reading the Women's Wear Daily article. So in honor of the brand's 25th anniversary, which is so crazy that they've been around for 25 years... There's going to be a 30 second spot, which is highlighting one of their newest innovations, which when I first got the product, it really made me laugh the name. It's the Duck Plump Extreme Plumping Gloss. (laughs) Duck Plump comes in 18 shades, retails for $13. So we'll get to see that commercial as well.
2: I'm interested to see what they do with that. I think they can have a lot of fun. If there were little ducklings running around, I'd be
0: really psyched about that. Yeah, with huge lips or beaks. Yeah, I don't want to see anything unless it's a, a baby duck. Yeah. No harm, no no testing on the animals. But AI. AI ducks. So, something
2: very cute and fluffy. <laughs> I love that this products called duck plump, because it's kind of like they're reclaiming the duck lips term. Totally. They're like, no, it's
0: not a bad thing. If you want plumper lips, duck lips. Speaking of like plumping gloss, this is like a good one too, because it's not super spicy. It says that it's extreme, but it's not compared to like the other really, really spicy ones. But it does give you a nice little duck lips.
2: Is Too Faced still the spiciest one we've ever tried? Yeah, I think so.
0: But like, not in a good way. No, no, I agree. It's too much. It's too much. When Jared was like, all right, let me try with polite society. That's why I I ride so hard for that one. Because it's not as spicy, but it's the spiciest one I'll wear. But it works.
2: Okay, moving on. So this may be Super Bowl related. We don't know. We have heard some speculation. Okay. <laughs> have y'all seen Michael Sarah carrying bags of V, like hoarding
0: them? Like it's, it looks like it's doomsday and he is yes. like stocking up for his bunker. Or that he's like going to stock the shelves. He like works <laughs> for the brand.
2: Yes. Okay. So a lot of people messaged us about this. Please speak on the Michael Sarah V of it all, which I think is hilarious, by the way. So, this girl, her name is Haley Bailey. She's big on TikTok. I really enjoy following her. She posted this video. It was very clearly an ad, but she goes to the store. I guess it's like a drugstore and she sees Michael Sarah. And he is not only like by the Sarah V end cap, but he is signing them Michael. And then putting a picture of his face on them and then walks out. Like a sticker. Yes. So then he's like carrying this giant bag of them and handing them out to people. Influencers are getting PR boxes that look like Michael made them himself with all of this Michael Sarah merch. Then he goes on this podcast, Bobby Altoff's podcast, and she asks him point blank, like, are you saying you developed Sarah V? And he does not confirm or deny. He alludes that he did. Like, he's making it sound like he has something to do with Sarah V. I think this is a really smart campaign. So funny. I think it's so funny. I love that they really played, like Sarah, Sarah, Sarah V? Yeah. And that he was game enough to do it. But the thing is, is that people are now speculating that all of this is going to culminate in a Super Bowl ad. So I wrote the team that represents Sarah V. And I said, you know, we're recording this episode. You know, when I posted about Michael and Story, several people reached out to say they had heard it would all culminate at the Super Bowl. Are you able to confirm this for me? If not, I may speculate on the and. They said, CeraVe can't confirm or deny anything more at this time other than CeraVe is developed with dermatologists, not Michael Sarah."
0: So they're really sticking to their guns here. Wow. I love how cute they're being. They're being very cute. So this is what I was
2: kind of talking about with brands like doing fun things. Like Elf is, I think, a prime example of that, of just really like never taking themselves too seriously. Right. And being able to jump on things. Yes. Last year, Michael Sarah, I called it the Saracence because him as Alan and Barbie, people were like, Oh yeah, I love Michael Sarah. Yeah. Like we will ride for Michael Sarah. And then the powers that be over at Sarah V were
0: like, oh, this could be a fun thing to do together. I want to know who came up with it. Same. Because it's just so silly, but like so brilliant.
2: So brilliant. I personally think it's a lot of fun. And I might be biased, but I was a part of this campaign. So I've known this whole time what has been going on. I, I will say, though, I do not know if this is culminating with the Super Bowl commercial. That is
0: that is something I'm not privy to. She's not lying. She's sharing what she knows. Yes. Everyone, we don't lie to you here of Los Angeles. No, if I did, I would
2: tell you. But I do not. That email is verbatim when I got sent back from them. So. <laughs> We love Michael Sarah, and truly, I'm kind of like, can we get Michael Sarah for 15 minutes on Los Angeles? Give us 10.
0: Give us 10. I'll take it.
2: Come on, Michael Sarah V. We just need 10 with you.
0: I want to know what is on your face, Michael Sarah V. Apparently,
2: Dumois had released a email or something that she got. Of course, I can't see it, but it was like. Did you know that Michael Sarah Cera created Sarah V and he has the softest skin ever, or something?
0: So there is one of those, you know, submission forms that Dumois posts. It is tagged hashtag Sarah partner, subject King of Skincare, message I have it on very good authority that actor Michael Sarah has been hiding something big. He's allegedly the brains behind skincare brand Sarah V. I always wondered where the name came from, but now that totally <laughs> makes sense. Also, he supposedly has a flawless complexion, like super soft, clear skin. My friend's friend used to date him way back in the day and said he had a literal shrine in his bathroom filled with Cerave products. I guess that's his secret. And then it shows the picture, the paparazzi picture of Michael Sarah carrying back Cerave. I mean, I I truly
2: hope that Sarah V and their agency submit this campaign for some type of award because I think it's so all encompassing. They got the media involved, they got influencers involved. They have Michael Sarah. There are so many prongs to this that more and more people are like, oh my god, there's more, there's more. Like it's not over yet.
0: Totally. I also got a message from a former Sarah V employee and. She wrote, This is the most hilarious fake news ever, as someone that worked at Sarah V. So we got insider info. <laughs> we will wait until Sarah gives us their full statement to know the truth.
2: Yes. But we do know Sarah V was <laughs> formulated with dermatologists, not Michael Sarah. Yes.
0: Not Michael Sarah. Okay. We love to hear it.
2: All right. We got some drama. I feel this whole episode's been dramatic for me personally because we're both crying, we're both laughing, we're both...
0: We've been all over the place. This is truly the
2: most wild episode I think we filmed in a minute. I didn't think that Farmer's Dog commercial was going to make me cry so, like, quickly. I did. You did. You warned me. So, drama on TikTok. Where else would it be? Where else would it be? Michaela, of course, Makeup by Michaela is involved. And I think... She is often the ire of people because she has so many followers and people love to hate on her Mm. because she has so many followers. I don't envy her. I interviewed her last year and y'all, she is a human being. I think once we start seeing people on the internet as actual humans, you'll change your tune on how you'd talk about them, comment on their posts how you treat other people on the internet, we really need to take a step back and realize that these are human beings with thoughts, emotions, and feelings, and not everything is super calculated and totally, you know, self-serving on their end.
0: I also feel like we should remind people too that the same goes for like brands. Like there are people behind these brands. Totally. Like founders, and they are like, obviously they want to make a buck, but they're also people. So... Constructive feedback, always welcome. No need to be nasty or dragging people.
2: Agreed. So this man who created a a tanning company called Illusion Bronze. Never heard of it. And we're not saying that to discredit the brand in any way. But what we are saying is that this brand claims that Bondi Sands is their competitor.
0: The official sunscreen partner of the Australian Open. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
2: That's like me saying that my biggest competitor is Kim Kardashian. Yeah. It's like maybe in my head, but like not a real thing. So the reason why I'm bringing this up is because he has a pattern of doing stuff like this. He called out Bondi Sands claiming that they stole, you know, his ethos of his brand, where it's like you get on Illusion Bronze, you buy a product and you base it off of like your eye color, your hair color, whatever, and then it's custom made for you and sent to you, which isn't exactly true because basically he says, okay, if you have this combo, you just put this formulation together and you send it off. It's not like actually custom made to you. Okay. But it's like a unique point of view, but also as somebody who's been in the tanning world for a very long time, self-tanning world for a very long time, every brand thinks about this. They're like, how can we concoct a formulation based off of certain skin tones, hair colors, I whatever. He just happened to like kind of put it out there. Bondi Sands launches their four new self-tanners last year. And it was basically like for all of complected, for deep complected, all of these things. He claims that all the people that he, I guess, sent product to, Bondi Sands went after and paid them to talk about Bondi Sands. At some point, Michaela gets dragged into this. I didn't like go on a deep dive of it all. But at the end of last year, I guess he tagged her being like, I would love for you to try Illusion Bronze. And she wrote him and was like, I actually will buy this product and try it. So she does. She buys his tanner. She tries it. And then he keeps like kind of asking her, like, when are you going to post? Do you like it? And she wrote him. And I know all this because he literally like Mm -hmm. took screenshots and posted them everywhere she was like, oh, I love it. Like, I'm gonna post, you know, I'm trying to figure out my schedule. And then at one point she's like, I'll post tomorrow. When she said, I'll post tomorrow, he took out a $10,000 business loan, I guess on Shopify, to make sure that he had enough product available for when she ordered, because Michaela notoriously is able to sell out brands, small brands relatively quickly. And somebody asked her several years ago, why don't you talk about indie brands as much anymore? And she said, sometimes these indie brands do not have the capacity to keep up with demand. And so what they will do is they will say they have a certain amount available and sell it, but they won't have it available. And so then the people, the customer, is left waiting months to try Mm -hmm. to get their product. Mm -hmm. So it ends up being a really bad experience for the customer. And that's not something that she wanted to have anybody deal with. So this guy preemptively, having watched that video, took out a $10,000 loan. And lo and behold, she didn't post the video the next day. Self-tanner is very different than a makeup review. Like you have to make sure your body is ready (laughs) for the tan. You have to apply it. You have to like do all these things on camera that make sense for it to be a thorough review. And she'd probably, I think, I can't remember if she actually said this, but I feel like she said she had only used it like once or twice. When she didn't post this review for him, he starts exposing her, saying that this video, we'll play it right now. The intro line is truly absolutely batshit, in my opinion.
0: Michaela's lies have cost me $10,000. Yes, I am $10,000 in debt because of her lies.
2: Okay, first of all, for a business, 10 k is not a lot of money. So I feel like you're kind of minimizing how successful your business is by saying
0: that in the first place. I was like, where was the contract that you sent to Michaela? that said that she needed to absolutely post. Where is it? That's been the
2: conversation. The conversation is, did she even owe it to him? She bought the product herself. He didn't even send it to her. Literally, she owes him nothing. She gave him her money. You deciding to take out a $10,000 business loan, good for you. Use it to get more product and like have fun with that. But That is on you. That is a personal decision. She did not hold a gun to your head and said, you need to do this. She didn't even warn you and say, hey, maybe this will happen. You should do this. You did this on your own accord. And this guy is dragging this girl through the mud on his lives. She ends up coming online and does like a a pseudo review, I guess, of the product. Because he kept saying that the reason why she looked orange was because she got a spray tan instead and didn't use his product. Now he's just coming after her. Yeah, and she's like, okay, first of all, I've never gotten a spray tan in my life.
0: But to fabricate a lie that
2: when I told him I used his tana, he says I lied to him and used a spray tan. I've never gotten a spray tan in my life. I, I'd like to brief with that. Second of all, I look a little warmer because of the color color grading on TikTok. She's like, I'll remove it for you. And like her tan looked nice. It looked like good. It, naturally, it looked like, you know, just like she was tan. She was very professional about it and was just like, I like this guy. I really like Matthew. Matthew's a really nice guy. I've had good conversations with him. And she said his name. She's like, I like him. He's a nice guy. I'm like, he's not a nice guy. <laughs> like, why are people saying, like, if somebody was going after me, I would not be like, you know, I really like this person. I'd be like, I actually think this person is insufferable. And yeah. here's why. You are expecting something. If your whole business is being run off the fact that you are going to drag somebody else in order to get views off a of video and get sales, you don't have a business. You don't have two legs to stand on. You will not last. And it seems like this guy really likes to ride coattails in order to end up selling his brand. So the moral of the story is can we have some decorum on the internet? Like let's just really think things through, especially as a business owner. I would never in my right mind do anything like this because I guarantee you, anybody that's an investor, Anybody that has money that they may have wanted to give his brand are now thinking twice because they think that he's off the rails and he is not good for business.
0: A hundred percent. That is so crazy. Poor Michaela. Jesus. That was very kind of her to even come online and post about it and then also call him a nice guy.
2: No, literally, girl, it's a lot. But (sighs) all right, we'll be back on Friday with a... great guest interview we're gonna go and cry some more about this
0: farmer's dog commercial bye thank you everyone for listening this week we will be back on friday with another great guest interview make sure you subscribe
2: to us on apple podcasts and follow us on spotify so you don't miss any breaking beauty news or product reviews and if you want to support us be sure to follow us at gloss angeles pod on all
0: platforms and join our facebook group Plus, find every product we recommend on our website, glossangelispod.com, as well as links to the stories and news we report each week. You can follow us, your hosts. I'm Sarah Tan, that's S-A-R-A-T-A-N, on all social platforms. And I'm Kirby
2: Johnson, K-I-R-B-I-E, on all social platforms.